seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. I am so excited you are here. We are about to spend a few moments together, and I am so excited about that. Welcome to everybody that is new to the show. (sighs) Hello, hello, hello. This is your new favorite podcast. I am so grateful that you found me, this show, this content. It shows a lot about you. It shows that you are ready It shows that you are eager, you are willing, you are about to crack in to your next level. In fact, you're not just about to, you're doing it right now. Whether you're in the mess, in the goo phase, whether you're rocking it or you're really feeling unsteady and you're not quite sure what's up, the fact that you are here means you are in the middle of that upgrade and every upgrade has multi-levels many different emotions, many different phases. An upgrade isn't just from here to there, and it's all pleasure and miracles. An upgrade is releasing yourself of the things that hold you back, processing, healing, being aware of yourself on new levels, bringing in more self-compassion, more, um, more love, more healing. But in that it can be very disheveling. It can be very all over the place. It can feel sometimes like you're taking two steps back. So I just want to reflect back to you that if you are here, you're definitely in the middle of an upgrade. You are on the right path. And I can't wait to dive into today's topic because it's really going to help you. And so welcome, welcome. And to all of you that tune in week after week, episode after episode. Welcome, my love. I'm so excited to spend this time with you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And for anyone that hasn't already, make sure to come and find me on Instagram. If you hang out on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation, I'm also on Facebook in that same handle at Talia Joy Manifestation. So make sure to come over and find me. The other thing I want to mention If you're listening to this episode and you're wanting to show up for yourself daily in new ways, hone in and nurture your daily practice, if your inner voice has been nudging you to create a daily practice, to stick to some kind of daily practice, but maybe it's been hard and challenging in the past and you've tried to do the same thing every day and it gets boring or you're really into journaling sometimes and then you don't want to, If if this is the case for you and you're looking for that manifestation boost through a daily practice, grounding down into your energy, finding your center, spending that time with yourself, cultivating self-compassion, self-love, connection with spirit, connection with your intuition, um, then I'm really going to invite you to join in the 31-day manifestation for empaths challenge. So if you're a sensitive soul, if you're a seeker on the path, we are going through the live round right now in the fall of 2022 from September 1st to October 1st, but you can join at any time, come join us in the private Facebook group, start getting the daily emails. You will learn 31 new practices to bring into your everyday life that will anchor you in and ground you down into who you truly are and have you show up for yourself daily. 
So at the end of these 31 days, you're going to feel incredible. There's so many resources you'll get along the way, meditations, different uh, materials, trainings that I'm passing on to you, but you'll also get 31 new tools to put in your spiritual tool belt, because I'm going to dive all into this today. I'm going to give you lots of examples of my practices, but one thing that I've found is I personally, and maybe you can relate, I can't do the same thing every single day. I can't do the same workout every single day, the same journal prompts. I can't even journal every single day. I get bored. I get distracted. I find myself not wanting to do it. So when I find creative ways to get in the daily practice, which is everything we're talking about today, when I find these ways to vary it up and find my way of connecting daily, finding my way of grounding down and grounding in daily and connecting to myself and showing up for myself, then I become successful. I'm someone, even with exercise, if I was to exercise every day or most days, one day it would be a walk, one day it would be a hike, one day it would be a yoga video, one day it'd be like a boot camp or take a kickboxing class or whatever, I need to vary it up. So if that resonates with you and you're looking to bring in new daily practices, first and foremost, the 31 day manifestation challenge, there's no date on when this closes. You can join at any time and periodically throughout the year, I'll do a couple live rounds where I'll be in there. So if you purchase it, you'll still be a part of those future rounds when I come in live. If you've missed the live round going on right now, if it is within September 1st to October 1st, 2022, come join us in the live round. And I can't wait to have you there. I can't wait to get to know you better and support you on this journey. So the link for that is below. If it resonates as are all of my links on how to work together, where to find me on social media, different offers. I have free gifts. There's so much there in the show notes for you. So make sure to check that out. So let's dive in to what we're talking about today, which is showing up for yourself daily. So I'm not going to do a big intro on me and my story. Um, I do go into that a lot in all the episodes. So I usually ramble for the first 20 minutes about myself, letting you get to know me a little bit, how I've been here, how I've been led here. I'm going to interweave that into today's topic and just kind of launch in. So one of the biggest differences between where I am now and where I used to be is the fact that I show up for myself on a completely different level. So I've come from being insecure with myself and my body. That was my main thing. For some people, they don't feel smart enough. For other people, it's maybe their color skin or their they grew up poor or they were bullied for having glasses or whatever. And for me, it was my body. My entire life, it's been the thing. So I have come from that from the time I was young, which blossomed into an eating disorder in my late teens, all through my twenties. Um, and then it was a journey of loving and accepting myself through having three children, my body changing. Can I love and accept myself in all of my shapes and sizes and healing from, you know, over-exercising and restricting and dieting and all of extreme eating disorder behaviors, uh, into fueling my body from love, exercising from love, eating from love. That has been a huge part of my personal journey that actually was the catapult into so much of the spiritual work that I do and I teach now. So the difference between then and now is I show up for myself differently now. And I'm going to tell you all the different ways and kind of dive more throughout the whole episode. There's not a huge structure for the episode. I've just got a few key things I really want to touch on. 
And one of those is about the way in which you show up for yourself. This isn't just about exercising or doing something. Showing up for yourself daily is who you are being because you could brush your teeth like a fucking champ and be like my oral hygiene or my physical body hygiene is perfect. You know, I really show up for myself. I keep clean. I shampoo. I shave my legs. I get pedicures. I get massages. I show up for myself. But if you're not being compassionate with yourself, if you're not taking time to anchor into your intuition, if you're not on the healing journey, if you're not looking after your spirit, if you're not trying to make sure to have fun and enjoy pleasure and be creative and heal and expand, then you're not fully showing up for yourself, even if your toenails are perfectly manicured at any time. (laughs) So showing up for yourself daily, the thing that's made the biggest impact in my life is not just what I'm doing, but it's who I'm being. It's being compassionate for my, or to myself. It's showing up for my emotional needs, showing up for my mind, body, and spirit needs, really switching my, say something as physical as food from what do I need to eat to lose weight, to be acceptable? What do I need to, you know, shift my body to change? So I'm not so gross it changed from that into what does my body need? What nourishes my body? I talk about this a lot on the show that, you know, I would say that I eat fairly well as far as I eat a lot of a mostly plant-based diet, clean meat, blah, blah, blah. But I also really enjoy chocolate. I really enjoy going out for ice cream with my kids or having a burger, you know, eating out night. I like that stuff. That to me is nourishing to my mind and even my spirit to enjoy the flavors, to sit at the beach with an ice cream with my children is actually good for my soul. So when we are truly showing up for ourselves, We're not just looking at the physical practices of I journal five times a week or I meditate. Well, cool. But if you're not practicing self-compassion, if you're not stopping to enjoy the roses in this present moment and also healing, which we're going to get into, then you're not fully showing up for yourself, even if you meditate like a champ. So showing up for yourself is really looking after your mental needs your body needs, your spirit needs. So in the mental and the mind, you may go on a journey of deep healing because you care for yourself so much. You may, you know, hire someone or get someone to help you with inner child healing or trauma healing or shadow healing, or the fact that you've had a broken heart or the way you've felt about your body or in your skin or this stuff with your parents or whatever else, that's a part of showing up for yourself. Because when you show up for yourself in the way that I experience now, And I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm definitely way more steady and at a huge level compared to what I used to be. It's showing up for myself in love as I was touching on with food and exercise, but it's showing up for myself in love with everything. I never used to, I didn't used to have you know, mentors that I was working on my trauma healing or my me to Leah healing. I would just have mentors for business, for this, for that, but I was still wounded inside. When I started to deepen my love for myself, I started to go, you know what? I love myself so much that I want to not carry this anymore. I want to get to the bottom of why, and I talk about this on the show as well, why I'm in physical pain, why my 
um, you know, why I, I have had this issue of the physical pain or of not loving my body, even though I'm in a good place with my body for the most part now in respect to weight and beauty and whatever else, I still have chronic pain in every area of my body that I hadn't known why. Well, I realized that I was carrying the trauma from my life, from my generations past, from the things I've experienced, the bullying, the traumatic things that I've been through. And I was storing them in my body as I deeply love and care for myself and show up for myself. I go to work on that healing because it's uncomfortable and it's easy to fancy foot around it and just keep trying to make the 10 K months or the 50 K months or get another client or write a book. But when I'm not feeling fully whole inside, I'm neglecting a part of me that is wounded, that is hurting. So as I show up for myself more fully, I dive deeper into, I am worth the mentorship. I am worth the coach or the healer or the therapy or the mentor to work with. So that is another way that I show up for myself where I never used to. I'd be like, I'm fine. I'll do it on my own. I'll do it on my own. And that's a way that mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I've really been able to show up for myself on a different level. But one thing... Actually, I'll continue on here. So I was starting with the mind. So you may find that you want to heal the parts of your mind, the anxiety, talk to someone, get helped, energy work, um, spiritual, a therapist, whatever. Are you showing up daily for yourself in your mind? Are you being self-compassionate? Are you being aware of the way you're talking to yourself? Showing up for yourself is becoming like a protector of yourself in some ways. If you had a husband or wife or a best friend, a father, a mother, someone that had your back and someone else came along and they were like, you know, you're a degenerate. You should be embarrassed of yourself. And that person was like, Hey, nobody talks to her that way. Nobody talks to this person that way. That is not acceptable, right? My husband will do this sometimes if my kids are being cocky to me. <laughs> he'll he'll sort of speak up and go, hey, you don't talk to your mom that way. I won't let anyone talk to her that way. So like check yourself. And I mean, it's a little bit like, I mean, we have our way. Our children are a little bit older, so it's not like he freaks out of the young one or anything, but he will be the protector for me. So thinking about it like that, would you let someone else talk to you like that, the way that you talk to you like that? Or would you defend a friend or your child if someone was talking to them the way that you talk to yourself? In other words, are you being that beautiful, loving protector for yourself and not letting yourself shit talk yourself? Instead saying, you know, like, I know I feel low right now, but I'm doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. I've been through a lot. It's understandable. I have triggers. I have wounds, but you know, I believe in myself and I'm going to heal this. That's a way that you could show up for yourself on a deeper level. And then there's the body, not the shoulds, not the diet, not the size, not the cutting out carbs or being a certain weight. That's not what I'm talking about. What does your body need? How can you show up for your body on deeper levels? How can you help to regulate your nervous system and calm your body down? How can you give it more water, maybe more plant food or sunlight or fresh air? Maybe it's movement through nature, stretching, exercise, getting a massage, whatever it is. How can you look after your body and show up for your body on a deeper level? And then of course your spirit showing up for yourself daily in your spirit, in your spiritual practice. After this little thing about the mind, body, spirit, I'm going to dive into daily practices. So that's coming. It's exciting. Um, but with the spirit, are you connecting to your spirit? And if this is new to you, 
give yourself the grace and time to learn. This isn't like you have to be all or nothing, but a lot of people were aware of this, but we're just not consciously tuning in. We're just not making the time or setting it as a priority to tune in with ourselves. But how can you tune into the spirit within you more? Maybe your spirit team, maybe the universe, God, whatever it is to you, Can you tune into this higher part of you more often going to nature, meditating, praying, being grateful, saying, you know, thank you universe for this life. Thank you guides. Send me a sign. Like, are we interacting with that spirit part of us, with the spiritual part of us, with the soul part of us, with the universe, with the, with the magical, with the magic that's around us. So showing up for yourself daily is about noticing Am I showing up for myself in my mind and my mental health, being compassionate, not being another bully to myself, being in love, nurturing my own mind, and then maybe getting help if that resonates with you, even if it's just a safe space to talk it out or cry it out with a friend, or maybe it's something like EMDR or whatever else. Do you need extra support? Are you nurturing your mental health? And and is it a daily thing? Is it a daily ongoing practice or do you just go to it when shit gets crazy, spot, try to spot heal and then withdraw again until there's another catastrophe? These are all things that are very common to do. Are you looking after your body and what your body needs? And and the first thing that comes up a lot of the times is actually the nervous system. A lot of us and women listening, or if you've had body struggles, we think, am I nurturing my body means Am I eating salads? Am I working out nine times a week? No. Are you calming your body? Are you resting your body? Are you looking after it with acupuncture or massage or trigger point or whatever it is that you do for your body? Are you eating foods that are nourishing it? Are you drinking lots of water? Are you detoxing or flushing things out? Are you moving your body with exercise? Are you stretching? How are you looking after your body? How are you showing up for your body daily? This isn't about perfection. This is about showing up for yourself. And then the spirit part of you, as I mentioned, are you nurturing that spirit? Are you connecting to spirit, your higher self, her, your spirit team? Are you nurturing this larger part of you, larger than the human part as the spirit? And when we're neglecting it, when we're not paying attention to our intuition, when we're not, you know, in the spiritual realm or being fueled in our spirit, we can start to really easily become depleted and overwhelmed and our energies all over the place because we're not grounding down. So part of showing up for yourself daily is nurturing your spirit. And something that I want to say here about, about nurturing yourself and showing up for yourself daily I say this when I'm launching these 31 day challenges and things. And when I'm talking to clients, what you do for yourself every day is more important than what you do. Sometimes think of your diet. If you ate well, I say that in quotes, it's not a judgment, but for your body, if you ate what your body likes and you're feeling good and you're eating good stuff for your body, and then you have some chocolate, you have a cupcake, you have alcohol, you have whatever, and then you go back to how you normally eat, it's fine. You're not going to ever blow up in weight or become really unhealthy from that thing you do sometimes. And on the contrary, if you're only meditating sometimes, if you're only journaling sometimes, if you're only anchoring into yourself sometimes, what you're doing daily is actually what's going to create your life. 
So your daily practices, the things you do daily hold much more weight and have much more impact than the things that you do once in a while. So that's why we have to really start to shift our focus from, it's not just about that one retreat you go on or that one seminar or that one two week program or six month program. It's about showing up for yourself all the time. It's about creating a daily practice, whether it's a routine you do, or just the way you think, the way you treat yourself, the coping strategies you adapt, what you're doing every day is going to make up your life. It's not about what you do sometimes. So in that, we do want to really look at how can we show up for ourselves daily. So I'm going to talk now about much more tangible, about creating a daily practice for yourself and about how I create a daily practice for myself. So the first thing, and I mentioned this with the 31 day challenge is I get way too bored to do the same thing every day. And for so many years, I felt like I didn't have a daily practice because there wasn't one thing that I wanted to do every day. And so I would go in and I would go out and I'd try to meditate every day and then I'd fall off the wagon and then I'd kind of just like throw it to the wayside until stuff got crazy. And then I'd try journaling every day and then I'd try exercising every day and then I'd try whatever else, right? I had this all or nothing thinking. So right now I want to say to you, you don't have to do the same practice every day. In fact, I feel like there's a very small amount of people that would thrive doing the same thing every day. I do think that there are definite benefits to, I've done things where I took a course once with Nick Demas, actually, who's been on the show. I have an upcoming episode with him too. We do a lot of stuff together. He's a good guy. Um, And he got us to journal every single day through the like six week program, three pages of free flow journaling, which means I think five pages, maybe you had to fill five pages, but you could write whatever you wanted. And I really noticed that by doing that every day, I got to new deeper and deeper levels of um, my consciousness and my thought pattern and what would come out started to get really, really cool. So there's definitely value in that. But when I'm talking about your everyday regular practice, a lot of people get bored. There's nothing they want to do every day. So then they throw in the towel and feel like they can't do it. So what I do is I made what I first did is I made a list. And so I'm going to recommend you do, I made a list of all of the things that I could do that nurture my mind, body, or spirit that I really enjoy doing. So I made this big list and I was surprised. I was like, okay, and I'm going to mention some here and feel free to pause this and write these down and you can start to spawn your own idea. The important part here is they are things that you actually enjoy doing on some days. Like journaling, I do enjoy doing. I just don't want to do it 365 days a year because I I get bored of it or it feels restrictive sometimes. I love pulling cards, but I don't pull cards every single day. So thinking of the things that nurture your mind, your body, or your spirit, or all three that you actually enjoy doing. So some of my examples are journaling, doing mala bead meditations where I sit with my mala beads and I take a mantra like I am love or I receive love or I, um, whatever I am light, whatever it is, I receive abundance now, whatever it is. And I go around the mala bead, just sort of traditional style with my eyes closed, just breathing. And I say the mantra for every bead and I allow my fingers to go along the whole entire necklace all the way around. I think it's 108 beads, get back to the beginning. And then I take a minute, I sit in silence. I put my hand on my heart. I breathe 
I have a journal close and often things come through and then I'll just spend a couple minutes journaling whatever I felt, whatever came through. So I call that mala beads because that's the practice. I also have intuitive um, or expressive dance. So I love to put on a song and just like let my body move. If I've been feeling funky, I ask, how does this energy want to move through me? And I put on something that's either bouncy or grounding or active. And I just dance, I shake it out. If anyone's been to any of the monthly get unblocked workshops, the links below, I do a chakra clearing and teach you energy clearing techniques every month in a workshop. You can come to one, you can come month after month, whatever you want. Um, And in that, I I teach a lot about movement and moving energy through you with movement. So I'll just put on dance, any kind of music that I feel like, and let the emotion move through me. So sometimes I'm more graceful, like a ballerina. Sometimes I'm really stompy and kind of angry. Sometimes it turns into jumping jacks halfway through or stretches or very goddessy movements. And all of a sudden I'm down on the ground, rolling around, whatever I call that intuitive dance. So that's one of them. Then there's meditation, like a guided meditation from somebody. I have lots of guided meditations on my, on my phone. There's a lot. And I put a guided meditation from somebody. Another exercise is one of my guided meditations because I also love doing that. So funny. It's like, it really speaks to me. (laughs) And then there's also meditating with just music or meditating with silence. So those are all sort of different options that I genuinely love doing. There's something I call intuitive forest walking where I go out into the forest and I just walk around sometimes on the pathways. I go a little bit off the pathways. I touch a tree. I hug a tree. I notice a flower. I'm swept away by, you know, the light coming through the treetops. I'll just go through the forest and have a beautiful time. So intuitive forest walk. There's also EFT, which I really like emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping. So I have that on my list. There's, there's also a gratitude list as a practice that I do where I'll mention, I'll write five things in kind of point form that I'm grateful for. And then if I have more time or I feel like it, I'll expand on that in like a journal entry. So I call that gratitude list. There's also success of my, or evidence of my success, which is a tool that I teach in activated where I will list five to 10 things that are evidence in my life of success. So this is just journaling, but different ways and listing my success always really amps me up. It gets my conscious and subconscious mind on board to show me that I'm moving in the right direction. And it just feels so amazing. So I'll do evidence of success. Also, as I mentioned before, pulling cards, I might pull a full spread with a question. I might just say, what do I need to know today? And pull one card after that. If I pull a card, I could meditate on it. I could journal on it. I could let a a light a candle and just sit in stillness in meditation or journaling to really take in the card, or I could just see the card, pin it up, know that that's my card for the week and think about it as I go on my day. There's also something that I call intentional anger, and this is where we intentionally move through the energy that is within us. So just like I talked about with the dance, this is something I use when I'm feeling pent up, when I'm feeling frustrated, when there's a lot going on in my life. And it kind of is that feeling like if I was allowed to, I would just fucking scream right now. So what we do is instead of bypassing that, we let it out. And so I'll scream into a pillow. If I'm alone in the house, I'll just let it all out. Sometimes I do this in my car. And even the other day, my husband had something that was just like upsetting that happened with somebody else in his life. And he was just feeling all these things. And I said, when you go out on your drive, 
to go pick up my daughter, I said, you know, when you're going there, I want you to speak it all out. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, just say everything. If you're in the car and you're like, you fucking guy, I can't believe that you would fucking, I said, whatever it is that you actually want to say, just say it, let it out. And after I said, like, did you do it? He's like, yeah. I'm like, how did it feel? He's like, weirdly good. I'm like, right. So this is intentional anger where we actually open a safe space for us to get our stuff out where we're allowed to say anything, be mean, say what you really want to say, punch a pillow, punch the bed. Often what I'll do is I'll punch a pillow. Like I'll kind of kneel on the bed, punch a pillow until physically my body's like drained of energy. Like I punch and punch and punch and punch. And then when I want to ease up, I just lay in and punch some more and punch some more and punch some more. So if you have built up energy, if you have frustration going on in your life, this is a beautiful way to move the energy through. I call that intentional anger. Then there's intentional exercise. And as you can tell, some of these are similar to each other, but they all have their time and place for me. This is my own personal practice. So not all of these are going to resonate, but what I'll do is I'll get on my yoga mat. I'll roll out my mat and I'll just kind of start. I don't know if you'd call it exercising, moving something. Sometimes I start with a bunch of squats. Sometimes then I go into like a downward dog or a warrior, or I lean into a stretch or I start, as I said, doing jumping jacks, I'll grab some weights and sometimes just, but I freestyle it. This isn't the same as going to the gym. I just allow the emotion to move through me or the intention to move through me. Sometimes if I'm not feeling upset, I'm actually feeling quite good. I will use this and, and I have a sticky note where my mat goes and it says something to the effect of the intention of exercising today is to heal and love my body is to strengthen and support it and to show I am not abandoning myself. That's a little note that I have right at the base of my yoga mat. So if I'm feeling good, I'll look at that and just allow stuff to move through me. I know a lot of yoga moves. I know squats, lunges, whatever. I'll just like see in love what my body needs today to turn on. So it might not be 45 minutes. It might be five minutes. It might be 10 minutes. That's not the point. It's moving energy through and it's really bringing intention to my body. So another thing is smudging right? Using sage, using Palo Santo, using incense to move energy through. So as a practice, you could stand in your meditation room or wherever you would do this, light some incense, light some, um, some sage or whatever feels right and hold the intention. Say I'm moving this energy through, or I am welcoming my, in my next level. I'm unlocking new levels of my intuition. You could stand there and just say, I pray for the best day for the highest good of all allow this sage or whatever it is to clear anything that's in my way, any lower energies. That's an exercise I do. There's also the Ho'oponopono prayer, which is so very becoming more and more important in my life. It's such a beautiful prayer. I will say the Ho'oponopono prayer regarding what I'm holding in my body, what needs to be healed, um, anything that is, you know, in my energy that I am resisting or that I'm not embracing or that I need healing through. I will use the Ho'oponopono prayer just even out loud. I'll say it to my ancestors. I'll say to any part of me that is holding on to anything, I'll use it in all directions in many different ways. Um, 
And then there's breath work. Breath work is something that is so very powerful. Sometimes I will just sit there and breathe. Sometimes I'll use one of my own breath work rituals that actually, if you do join Manifesting for Empaths, you get the one that I use all the time on day one. So right away, as soon as you register, you'll actually get it sent to you as part of the day one practice, which is about breath. So it's a three minute and 33, three minute and 33 second practice. You can do it on your own. You can look it up on YouTube as far as like look up breath work. You can do it however you want, but just sitting there and breathing, connecting to your body, connecting to your breath, using different variations of breath work to help you through. And then there's things like Kundalini or, um, also things like chanting or sound bowls, whatever is in that realm that you really enjoy. That could be a daily practice for you. So these are really just a bunch of different random practices. And what I did is I was like, as I said to you, what would I, what do I do sometimes that I really enjoy that really has a time and place. And also I just think of like, what do other people do for routines? Like if I was just to write everything out for a morning routine or a whatever, I just wrote out all the things I could think of, allow it to be an intuitive process because your answers are there for you. Your spirit team can help you to create this daily routine. And just knowing that, um, what comes up in your mind's eye are important for you. And you can add to the list. I have them on sticky notes on my wall, so you can always add to them. So then what I do with this is I have this big list and how I create my way of showing up for myself daily is I'll go to the list and I stand in front of it and I just look and I put my hand on my heart and some variation of what do I need today most? And I open my eyes and I look at the list and I allow something to pop out at me. Another way you could do this is just by looking at the list and feeling what feels the most fun today. Which one do I want to do? And when you do that, it starts to become so fun. When I do that and I say, what one do I want to do? Almost always I dance around first, depending on how I'm feeling. And then you'll start to find this mix and match, choose your own adventure game that happens where you might go, okay, I want to dance around. And after you put on like some song that makes you dance and you, you know, spread your wings and you have all your moves after it's done, you're all of a sudden like in this better feeling state. And you might look at it again and go, okay, I'm going to pull some cards or I really want to like move my body and exercise. Or now that I've got this energy going, I need to get some out. I'm going to start making some noises. I'm going to start letting out that energy, or maybe after the dancing, you want to get still and journal what came through for you now that your energy is moving, right? You might want to meditate after moving around, moving around, then slow it all down and breathe and settle into the frame and meditate. Choose your own adventure. This is how you create a daily practice that you will use for life. You'll go in seasons where every day you want to do this one journaling prompt, and then you'll go again. And now you don't do that anymore. And you're more into the dance. You're more into the movement. You're more into the fitness or nature, whatever it is. Right. Another one, sorry, that's on my list that I didn't mention was grounding. So putting my feet on the earth, going outside and putting my feet on the earth for a few minutes, that's a beautiful daily practice. So to sum this all up, you need to show up for yourself daily. This is where the magic happens. This is where the mojo happens without the story, without the guilt, without the shoulds, without the um, shame of things that you haven't done in the past. I want you to really think about if you were to eat a, say a plant-based diet or the way that your body enjoys eating. Um, if you did that every day, think of the difference it would make in your life versus doing it once a week, once a month. 
if you ate in the way that your body enjoyed, lots of water, good food, you know, clean meat or whatever, if you ate in that way once a month, it wouldn't really do much. It would be like good, but it wouldn't make up your health. But what you do every day makes up the fabric of your existence. And when you take the rules off of yourself, which is the other part I hugely recommend, I have no rules on myself to do with this daily practice. I don't even say I have to do it every day. I want to do it. I want to ground in before my work day or when my energy starts slumping or know what to do those days that I'm about to freak out. I want to do these things, but some days I don't. And some days I have a lot to do and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do the 333 breath work and that's it. And it's three minutes and 33 seconds and my daily practice is done. So don't put a pressure on yourself. Other times I'm dancing for an hour or my, I'm working out or I'm meditating for 45 minutes and then I journal for 45 minutes and it's this long thing. Other times it's not. Other times it's going one time around the mala bead or pulling one card, but that is you showing up for yourself. And you can add to this list, um, things like a shower or a beautiful bath with crystals and, and, you know, essential oils and rose petals or whatever. Seriously think about all the things that you've done for yourself, that you'd love to do for yourself, little things, big things that have made a difference that are something that you one time took an EFT class and were like, whoa, that was really powerful actually, or breath work. You moved major emotions. Maybe that's something that you could bring in every once in a while when it calls to you. So think of it in that creative way. In the show notes, I'm going to put in all of these practices that I've talked about today. Hopefully I get to them all because every single one I hadn't written down. I wrote down most of them, but some of them I just remembered as I was talking. So I'll try to make sure I list everything below. And then you go create your own list. And start with a soft intention to show up for yourself every day. And this soft intention, I want to loop around to what I talked about in the beginning, showing up for yourself is actually showing up in compassion and love. So if you say every day and you don't tomorrow, just go, that's okay. I forgot. And I love myself enough to come back tomorrow. I love myself enough to not shit on myself and show up again tomorrow or right now, as soon as I realize that I haven't done it today, even if it's nine o'clock at night, I could put my hand on my heart. I could say a beautiful prayer. I could say, you know, I love you no matter what you did or didn't do today. I fully love and accept you. You're doing a beautiful job. Feel that stillness within, feel that self-compassion start to well up. And all of a sudden now you've done your practice. Take the rules off yourself and watch how it allows you to sink in you'll want to sink in more. You'll want to show up more. And pretty soon you'll be that person that says, yeah, every day I do this practice or every day I have my time and it fuels me up. And sometimes I'm writing, sometimes I'm dancing, but it is my time. And really watch that change your life. The other part I want to say Uh, before we wrap up, the other thing I want to say is when you're doing your daily practice, I say this to my clients, I do this myself, try to make it as pleasure filled as possible. That becomes part of the practice. So what I mean by that is 
bring yourself some beautiful water. And if it's summer, ice and lime and mint in that water. Or maybe it's a tea because it's 6 a.m. when you can get your time and it's a beautiful tea or a cup of coffee or warm water with lemon. Or whatever it is for you, bring a beverage, bring in crystals, bring in candlelight. I'm a big, anyone who's highly sensitive, which is most of these people listening, you're an empath or you're a sensitive soul, smells go a long way. Bring in lavender, bring in jasmine, bring in citrus, bring in whatever is for you that feels grounding or inspiring or expanding or whatever. Bring in sounds if it resonates. You could be doing the mala bead with very gentle meditation music or just the sounds of birds chirping or silence is beautiful too. But there's different times when different things like say the music will help you in dancing, right? So really pump up the pleasure around you. We have an episode a few ago called pump up the pleasure and this is all what it's about or pleasure portal. Sorry, it was going to be called pump up the pleasure. Anyways, I think I called it pleasure portal. Um, but really enjoying yourself, wear soft fabrics, bring a really nice cushion to sit on or your comfy blanket on your lap while you're journaling. That stuff makes a difference. Put in your toe spacers or put on your slippers or put lavender on your wrist so you can smell it as you're journaling. Or I'm, like I said, sage in, um, incense, Palo Santo essential oils, really amp up the senses and the pleasure. Get yourself the beverages, set yourself up to feel really good while you do it, support yourself, even, and if it's a rushed quick practice, a big glass of water before you pull your cards, it's like extra nourishing in that moment. And this is all with the intention of showing up for yourself daily, because what you do daily is more important than what you do once in a while. And in this journey of manifestation and growth and healing, source is mirroring back to you with the law of attraction and projection and a bunch of things, mirroring back to you who you are being, not what you're doing. I could put out a program that was $10,000 and nobody could buy it because in my energy, I feel unworthy and I feel shameful and I don't think people will buy it. Or I could put out a program for $50,000 and with me in that $50,000 energy, it would sell out. It's not about what you're doing. It's who you are being in life. So start by being more compassionate, loving, asking yourself, how can I be fueled by love? Creating a daily practice for yourself that is in love. It's not someone else's practice. It's not a should. It's not a have to. It's love. And you can start below in the show notes if you'd like. Of course, the 31-day manifestation challenge where you get 31 new practices. But there's also a few free gifts. There's the Awakening Her Daily Practice, which takes you through scripting. That's actually another one on my list. I have to put that below. Scripting is definitely one of the ones that I do on a regular basis. Um, the day, the awakening her daily practice has some scripting, some self-reflection. It's a beautiful daily thing you can do. I also, for anybody who takes a screenshot of this, um, podcast and post it on Instagram, um, tagging me, we send you a free gift. And one of those free gifts is something called morning pages. So if you wanted to have me pass on a free gift that is usually only for paying clients, if you'd be willing to take a screenshot of this, post it on Instagram or leave me a review on Apple podcasts. It goes so far. The links are all below. Take a screenshot of these things, send me a message and show me and say, I would like morning pages, please. And I'll send you morning pages. It's usually just used for a gift, but I will give you that gift um, if you if you request it. So 
Morning pages is also a beautiful daily practice. There's a few free gifts down there though. There's a meditation for stress, um, and a few other things. So you can use some of the tools that I've given you or the 31 day practice, or you can do exactly what I did a few years ago when I realized that my energy was all over the place and my inner guide, my intuition said, you need to anchor into a daily practice. That's why you're all over the place. You're not anchoring in. And I was like, right. And I created this list of all of the things that I could do and I narrowed it down. And over time, some of the things have gone off the list, things that I never end up doing. Other things have been added. And it's a beautiful way to touch base, to have that little checkbox of like, yep, I've shown up for myself, but in a way that works on any day, no matter what I'm feeling, no matter how much time I have. And then at that point, it just comes down to a willingness to show up for yourself daily. And that's what you'll be called into. Are you willing to show up for yourself daily? Because now you know that showing up is as easy as self-compassion. It's as easy as pulling one card or having self-forgiveness or doing some breath work. It's coming home to who you truly are. You don't have to wait for a weekend to do the workbook or to wait for a retreat coming up or on the weekend when you'll be able to journal or later in life when your kids are grown and you have more time. You don't have to wait for that. It can be as simple as little practices daily that show you and show the universe that you are willing to show up for yourself. And the last thing I want to say is when you show up for yourself like that and the universe starts seeing that, you start manifesting more things to you that are a reflection of you showing up for yourself. So you'll have other people showing up for you. The universe shows up for you more in support, in abundance, in opportunities, in flow. People come out of nowhere to help you, to help heal you, to offer you nuggets of wisdom or pearls in your journey that are going to go so far, you start to become supported because you're finally showing up for yourself consistently and supporting yourself. Who you are being is what will ripple out into this world. So you can't become wildly supported by the universe while you're not supporting yourself in this daily energy this daily practice energy of daily showing up for yourself. And sometimes you'll get thrown out and sometimes you have, or thrown off and sometimes you get really triggered or you have really big reactions or you get lost in a dark cloud for a little bit. But what brings you back is your willingness to love yourself so much that you care about how you feel. And that inches you back towards the light. It inches you back towards, okay, I'm just going to get help because I can't get through this alone, or I'm going to start spending more time in nature, or I'm going to start doing yoga again because that felt really good. You'll be in that mind frame of having your back even when you hit those really low patches. And that is a huge difference between where I am now and where I was years ago is even if I do eat too much in quotes, cake or chips or whatever, I love and accept myself anyway. And I drink that water and I say, okay, lesson learned, but I love myself anyway. I'm not also dumping on myself. So show up for yourself in a daily energy and you will start to be wildly supported by the universe. You'll connect deeper to your spirit team, to your intuition. This is healing, showing up for yourself the way that you weren't taught how to, the way other people's did the other way, the way other people didn't show up for you. 
you start doing what you've been longing for. You start being the hand that's going to come and save you. You start being the hand that's going to come and pick you up. And then the universe starts showing up for you. People in your life start showing up for you in a new way. And you start to feel wildly supported. Abundance, wildly supported by people. Things start flowing easier because you're the one showing up for you. So I hope that this message resonates for you today. I'm sending you so much love. Make sure to check the link in the show notes for the 31 day challenge, as well as all the other goodies I talked about. And if you feel like you'd like my support on this journey, I have some really powerful ways we could work together right now. Feel free to reach out to me, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you find me. My email is also below, but in coming to mind right now is the 30 day mentorship or the 60 day voicemail mentorship, voice memo (laughs) mentorship. Each 30 day block also contains one deep dive call. But in those 30 days, we're in connection all day, every day, Monday through Friday, connecting back and forth a few times throughout the day and really helping you to move the needle forward, helping you to embed this in your mind to really get that everyday energy in a different place. And then you now have the momentum and have the law of attraction working for you to continue on that work. Once you get your, your energy elevated and back anchored and centered and more in touch with your spirit team and the unconditional love available to you and your healing If you want help on the journey with me, helping you to develop your spiritual gifts and tap into your manifestation zone, I would love to have you make sure to check everything below for all that information. And with that, that, I'm out. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in the show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. Oh,